All right, guys, uh, before we start, just a little heads up about my voice this week. I had dental surgery and I had one of my front teeth removed. So I have a bit of a lisp and then I've also had a retainer. So I, yeah, I sound a little weird this week. Sorry. I sound weird too. I've got a cough. Yeah. Hopefully by next week we'll, we'll have settled a little bit. You know what? That's how dedicated we are though. We're still here yeah. despite everything. Because we have Archie to talk about. Drama. Comedy. Two sides of the same coin. Riverdale wasn't just a teen dramedy. It was a study in teenage angst, yearning, and nostalgia. They didn't know it when they started their journey, but Macintosh and Maud were on their way to a newfound obsession. Life's not like an Agatha Christie novel. It's a lot messier. Welcome to the doghouse. Season 2, Episode 5, Chapter 18, When a Stranger Calls. When Alice publishes a fiery piece in the Riverdale Register blasting the south side, Jughead is forced to take matters into his own hands to try and keep the peace. Let's recap the recap. Jughead's gotta survive. There's a rumble at Archie's. Alice is sir- stirring shit up. Veronica wants to join the business and the Black Hood's up to shenanigans. Shenanigans? Mm-hmm. What? Let me try to make sure you have to repeat every S word possible right now. That's so mean. <laughs> Aside from the fact that every time you look over me and you see this hole in my mouth, you laugh at me. Well, hello, Betty. Who's calling? <laughs> okay, so we pick up right where we left off in the last episode. Black Hood is called Betty. Um, she's like, how do I know it's you? And he references the phrase from the cipher. Where it all began. Where it all began. And she goes, you were at the town hall? And he's just, and he says, yes, of course I was. And she says, well, you didn't do anything. You didn't attack anybody. And he replies, tonight was all about you. Um, we want to get Riverdale on the right path. Cleanse Riverdale of all of its sinners. And he goes, including your sister. I know about the sin that's in her womb. <laughs> I know that she's at a farm two hours north of here. If you try to warn anybody, including your mystery-loving boyfriend, I'll know. Mm-hmm. And Alice comes in. Who's that? Was it Jughead? I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I know he was the one inspiring that stunt at the town hall. Like, Alice walks in and is just going off about Jughead. Of course. Let's give Betty a little more credit. She's not completely innocent, She's she's trying to draw information. She knows that's what she's got to do with this guy. Yeah. She's smart enough to know that she's got a, a killer, somebody on the line who's wants to share information with her. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fine that she's on the phone with her, but I'm just explaining what Alice did. No, I know. Also, the line, don't you deny me, Betty. I find that interesting. I mean, it ties into a bunch of other stuff he says later, but it's a very intriguing little line there in this I'm, first part. I'm more on the throwaway line that Alice gives and it's like I talked with Sheriff Keller and he said something seems off about the two letters right so then we get to Archie's um, he's uh, talking to his dad and he tells his dad you know I did what Weatherby wanted me to do and I wrote a letter um, you know saying I'm sorry for everything and Fred says oh, okay so the red circle's over and Archie's like yeah. yeah he's like I'm glad I got my son back I've been missing him no no, sweet. Archie gets a text message from Betty saying, "You will you walk me to school?" This is this is new. 
So this hasn't happened in a while. Like, Archie, Archie's like, ah, oh, everything's back to normal. Text from Betty. Mm. What? <laughs> it's relatively normal. It just hasn't happened in a while. Um, Betty tells Archie about the Black Hood calling. Um, you know, he starts freaking out. She's like, calm down. Calm down. Us walking to school would look normal. And he's like, what? You, you think they're watching us? He goes, I don't know. Maybe. He says, we have to tell the police. How do, you know, how do we know if it's even him? Archie, it's him. Um, and he knows where Polly is. Um, and, and she's like, you can't tell anybody. And Archie's like, I'm not letting you go through this alone. And there's a moment. There is a moment. She... It's very reminiscent of the first episode of season one. Mm, that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming back around again. It is. Then we get to the lodges, the Pembroke. Um, they are, uh, Hiram and Hermione are reading Alice's article. She's making life hell for them. Mm-hmm. So the Sodale will revitalize. Uh, Hiram Lodge thinks that his Sodale project will revitalize the South Side. Well, this reporter thinks it will not fix our problems, but will profit. They'll profit from them. I and, mean... This is not wrong. And Hiram is like, great, right before open house. Thank you, Alice Cooper. Um, Hermione says, you know, we can't let anything disrail this pro this project. We need this um, open house to raise capital because we are running out of it. Yep. And uh, But thankfully, we've got the St. Clair's coming up from New York. And Veronica perks up. I haven't seen Nikki in forever. Right. Which then her, Hiram and Hermione give each other a little look and like, oh, he's quite the budding music producer now. Um, and his daddy is King Midas Rich. And his fa and Nick has his father's ear, so you should show him all the good things that Riverdale has to offer. Way to pimp out your daughter. The family that grifts together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut to Southside High. Uh, Jughead walks up to the serpents and CP... CP... Sweet <laughs> Sorry guys, you know this is gonna be horrible. Sweet P uh, nice article your girlfriend's mom wrote. <laughs> your sweet P voice is amazing. Sweet you have to do that every time now. It's accurate. <laughs> uh, there was a fight and your boy Andrews did this. Hey, didn't Dilton get stabbed? Idiot stabbed himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that confirms so I, everything we saw earlier. Yeah, so that's that's true. Um, the Northsiders got off scot-free. It's payback time. And Jughead looks at, like, they're going over papers. And Jughead's like, is that a pipe bomb? It'll shut down the Riverdale Register for good. Things escalated very quickly. It's yeah. Fangs Fogarty. Okay. But his brother's, like, in the army and yeah. knows how to build a pipe bomb? Yeah. He's None of this makes sense, but my God, things got crazy in a half in a heartbeat <laughs> yeah and Jughead's trying to be like you you know we can just let me talk to this guy and like all you want to do is talk and more talk we don't know who you stand with you can't be half a serpent and they run away okay that's like the one time they've made a legit point yeah like we don't know are you on our side or their side within their universe yes I mean I it doesn't make sense in life but they are a gang so it's I a get gang. it this is gang life yeah come on get on board gang life serpent life serpent life hashtag New hashtag, yay. <laughs> um, Tony tells Jughead, you know, your dad tried to keep the peace, but with him gone, guys like Sweet Pea get to run amok, and they think there is one path and one solution. Violence. Yep, that's right. Jack's head. He's Jack's head. I'm mm -hmm. going to call him that from now on, because this is Sons of Anarchy redo all over again. Your dad kept the peace. 
And you've got to come back in and do it again. Nah. He's trying to take the club legit. That show was so horrible. <laughs> it's so many flashbacks, we, though. We stuck out that whole show. It was so bad. It had really good moments. It did have some great moments and great performances, uh, but it was a horrible show. That, like, let's just call a spade a spade. It yeah, was a horrible show. It was bad. Yeah. When it, when it was good, it was really good. That first season is awesome. The end of the third season is amazing. I don't remember. Still one of my favorite scenes ever when he's walking through the mall looking at his kid. Is that the second? I thought that was the second third. That's the third season. I don't know if that was the finale, but that is a great, that's it's, a heartbreaking it's episode. It's penultimate. Okay. Uh, Veronica, they're at the doghouse. Hey. <laughs> and she's telling all of her friends, you know, Nick and I were the will they, won't they of our school, but we never dated. We just flirted. Um, we used to go to club to club and party to party. And he's, you know, he's ha- he's he's going to be here. Or just is like, uh, uh, who, who is this? this? Uh, just a ghost from my bad girl past. No need to worry. Don't be jelly. Don't be jelly. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Nobody says that, do they? Gross. No. Gross. Anyway, Nikki St. Clair. Um, Betty is twitching and squirming around, and she is desperately trying to hide all the stuff that's going on in her. Yeah, but Archie's looking at her. People, kn- people know if they're paying attention, but it's mm-hmm. she's very good at hiding her feelings, but it's real hard to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Jughead's staring at a serpent jacket, and then we cut to the white worm. And he comes in and he's wearing his jacket and he goes over to Sweet Pea. Says, "I'm over being half a serpent. It's time. Uh, Tall boy gave me this this jacket. It's time I start wearing it." So now you want to be a serpent? We'll see if you survive the initiation. I've got I've got the croaky voice. I can do it now. You can do Tall boy. Yeah. I think he was a little bit croakier this this episode than he was previously. Well, he was more intense. Maybe he's got a maybe he's got a cold. <laughs> Could be. We feel you, tall boy. I know. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lollipop. If it didn't happen five times in the episode. I think it's a great choice. For Betty. Absolutely. For Betty and because of how menacing it becomes. It's a perfect choice. It's just... It's ruined that song forever. Probably. Forever. At least for us. So Black Hood is called and he says, your mother's work. Uh... When you talk about your mother, I'm looking at... Um, I'm looking at them through a picture window right now. Um, she's a thorn in both of our sides. I'll pub- check your email, publish what I've sent you, and I'll know you're loyal. And Betty says... Okay. Archie! Oh, sorry. Archie's there, listening. Uh-huh. Um, Betty says, no, I want something in return. And Archie starts freaking out, like, what are you doing? And she's like... And uh, the Black Hood agrees to you get to answer... You get to ask a question. Correct. Uh, that I have to answer. And so Betty checks her email. And what is inside? A headline. From the Riverdale Register. Says Southside Teen Arrested and Released on Bail. And who is it? It's Shelly from Twin Peaks. Alice Cooper. I know. <laughs> I want to know what Alice's maiden name is. That Okay, that's something we're going to have to talk about later. Mm. Okay. We get to Jughead being freakishly woken up by a bunch of dudes in serpent masks. They He must take care of the beast. The guardianship of the beast. Roof. Roof, roof, roof. It's hot dog. That dog's adorable. That dog, that dog is cute. I mean, he's a big shaggy butt, but... Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's at school with Tony talking about the dog and she she tells him, you know, it's just a rite of passage. Um, but this is actually hot dog, our third hot dog. Hot dog the third. Uh, and he goes, this is getting borderline ridiculous. And she looks at him and says, kind of like Forsyth the third. <laughs> to which he grins and is kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Takes off his hoodie and puts on his motorcycle helmet. Hey. Yep. Stinky, unruly, eats everything. I was like, Jughead, it's you. Kind of, <laughs> Because yeah. he's your dog. He is now. <laughs> um, when we cut to Betty and Archie talking about publishing the article, Betty argues it would destroy her credibility. And Archie goes, what credibility, Betty? Your mom is always going after your friends. <laughs> Point, Archie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, uh, yeah. we can't we can't blindside my mom. Fine, whatever. You know, she's trying not to be a horrible person and do bad things. Betty doesn't want to do bad things. She doesn't want to hurt people. She doesn't want to stoop to his level, which is where she's going. Well, she knows he's dangerous, and so giving in to what he wants would not be good. So now we're back at the Pembroke, and the St. Clairs have arrived, and they are uber rich. Like, engraved luggage rich. Anybody can engrave their luggage if they really want to. Okay, this is the fancy shit. <laughs> it's the fancy shit. I know. Uh, Veronica says, hello, and says, just treat me as your corporate concierge. I'm here at the Five Seasons. That's the name of the hotel. Yeah, the Five Seasons. Um, and her and her and uh, Nikki St. Clair are very flirtatious. Okay, and I, I get that there's like a screen time thing of named stars versus not. What the fuck are her parents invisible? They say one line and then disappear. Because they're not important. They serve no purpose. Anyway, he gross. Oh, he he's a horrible human being. Uh-huh. Like the actor a lot. He did a good job. He is doing a good job. I'll give him credit But on that. from the second you see Nick, you're like, oh, you're a douche. Oh, no, no, no. Please go away. You're a douche. He's worse than Chuck. That's saying something. He's pretty bad. Sheriff Keller's talking to Betty and Alice. He said the handwriting doesn't match both letters. He's like, so I think we might be dealing with a copycat or someone trying to prank you. And Alice goes on this whole thing that she thinks that Betty and Jughead maybe made it up because they were bored. And Betty's like, why would I do that? And how how could you think that? And Alice is like, it's from the Nancy Drew secret code thing. It's fair. Sheriff, <laughs> Sheriff's looking at both of them like, well, we're, we're not going to rule anything out <laughs> he's mostly like i am not getting into your crazy dynamic because no. y'all be cray uh, he does not need alice cooper on his bad side no cut to archie archie working out at home why does he have his shirt on this was a wasted moment i know this was the beefcake moment it should have been you missed it uh, yeah he gets a he gets a text from betty and they are publishing the mugshot. <laughs> how many how many exclamation points i put three but i didn't put any yeah Meanwhile, the first rule of Serpent Club. A serpent never shows cowardice. <laughs> if a serpent is killed or imprisoned, their family will be taken care of. It's study time with Tony for the laws of the serpents. Yeah, she's like, you need to take this seriously. Why are you Why are you going full on serpent? And he's uh, Jughead tells Tony, you know, it's something you said. You know, with my dad not being here, you know, someone needs to step up to keep an eye, you know, to get in the way from an all-out war erupting. And I am taking this seriously. He nervous. 
So then we cut to the white worm, and now we are yelling. What is the fourth law? No serpent is left for dead. What is the fifth law? Serpent never betrays their own. Okay, it's not that big a deal, people. Shh. <laughs> it's a big deal. You forgot. Okay, what's the sixth law? What is the sixth law? In unity, there is strength. In unity, there is strength. They're not a... They're a fucking biker gang, not a union. Well, they're bordering on cult. I wish they were... I wish they were a, a union. That'd be interesting. That could be fun. I know. If they were, like, Teamsters? Yeah. That'd be different. So, Tallboy congratulates him, and then it's like, okay... Uh, you know the laws. Now, retrieve the, the knife. knife. And he's pointing to the snake cage with the white snake. And then we cut to Rattlesnake. A rattlesnake bit me and drew blood. <laughs> and he's wrapping his hand up. And he's, 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 he's talking to Tony, and Tony's like, yeah, a rattlesnake that had its venom glands removed. It's okay, Juggy. She called him Juggy. Beep, 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 beep. That causes Jughead to stop and kind of look at, like, side look at her, and it's like, everyone's uncomfortable. Mm, well, they're that the is... only two that heard the conversation. Yes, but they are both uncomfortable with Correct. this. Correct. <laughs> Because she knows she crossed a line, and he knows the only person who calls me that is Archie and Betty. Mm-hmm. You are too familiar. Because, you know, Jughead's not one to make friends. Well, he doesn't He doesn't just call her out on it, though. No, he doesn't say anything, but you can tell that there's, there's some... It's tense. It's not cool. It's not cool. I don't judge you, Alice. Alice is picking up <laughs> food at Pop's. It was years ago. What? What are you talking about? Pop, <laughs> Just, the, Pop gives that line. I, re, I should have explained that part there. Yeah. But it's you, the perfect way to, to bring that in. Yeah. It was years ago. I was like, what, what are you talking about? He hands her a copy of the blue and gold. And then we cut to the Cooper house. Who gave you this? I know I ripped, at, ripped it out of every public archive. I personally ripped it out. Yeah, Alice ain't happy about this. This but is her Betty, dirty laundry. But Betty stands right back up to her. And like, I mean... She's like, you talk trash about everyone and you were a serpent. And Hal's like, Betty, why would you do this? And Alice just goes, just says revenge. And Betty responds, no, not not revenge, justice against Ooh. you and your holier-than-thou attitude. Can we get a lingering shot of Hal? Hal does not have green eyes. Yeah, we knew this. But the lingering shot is more of Alice kind of gulps. There's more. Well, yeah. There's more dirt to be had. Oh, there's a fuck ton of dirt. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that. This ain't gonna go well if she didn't own up to her shit. All these fucking secrets. It's ridiculous. End it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have so many questions on this next scene. Okay, so we cut to... Nick, Archie, and Veronica are walking into Veronica's room. So apparently they've all had dinner. Mm -hmm. um, and Veronica says, you know, that brown nosing at dinner was over the top. Nikki says, oh, but I love your mom's flan. And he jumps right onto her bed. He's a, he is very comfortable. Why is he on the bed? Keep going. Yeah. Um, and then he just says, I'm ready for some dessert. Do you want some? And he pulls out a little vial of what's clearly cocaine. Why does he have cocaine? Because he's a rich, spoiled brat boy from New York. Jeez. That's why he has cocaine. Uh, Veronica just kind of goes, I'm full. 
Archie's Archie's jaw is on the ground. Like he's like, what the fuck am I seeing? What the fuck is this nonsense? Am I here? Do they not realize? Uh, Nick says, oh, Veronica Lodge denying a bump. That's a first. How about you, Big Red? <laughs> ginger joke. We got a new ginger joke. Big it's Red. I love it. Uh, Archie's just like, no. And just giving him that, I'm going to pound your face look. Which Archie doesn't do very often, but it's happening. Um, and then he goes over and he sees her pussycat ears. What are these? Are you, what is sort of role play bondage thing is this? And she goes, oh, I'm, I wear this when I play with the pussycats. You're in a band. I didn't think you could get sexier. Archie's not okay with any of what's happening. I just put Archie so wants to punch this fucker in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Lollipop, lollipop. Oh, lolly, lollipop. How does it feel, buddy? We had a deal. Okay, you can ask a question, but it can't be, who am I? <laughs> I wish that was how he said it. Okay, fine, you can ask a question. But it's not my name. <laughs> Basically. And she says, under the hood, would I recognize your face? Yes. Okay, do you feel closer to me now? <laughs> uh, you gotta cut people out before I start doing it for you. I'm selfish, I don't like sharing you. You gotta start with that delinquent daughter. Embezzler complicit in their lies. Veronica, she's innocent. Oh, Betty, you don't really believe that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is true. Except I think she kind of does. I think Betty is willing to accept whatever Veronica told her. Betty! But Veronica's a liar, so... We can talk about that when we get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Betty's at Pops. No. Jughead comes in and they have a really big kind of hot kiss. And Jughead It's says, about time, though. Yeah. J- God, I've missed you. Um, I wanted to make sure you're still alive. Why would you say that? Well, with that big es- expose you published, figured your mom would have killed you. Yeah, Betty's only got Black Hood on her mind. <laughs> mm, and she's she asks him what happened to your hand. Jughead lies and says, I was dog-sitting. Don't worry. He's got all the shots. They both know they're lying to each other. There's so much that they are not saying, and they both know that they're not sharing everything they need to be, and they both look like they're about to burst into tears and cry. Mm-hmm. Which is... Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. They both did this so wonderful. Jughead says, I I wish we could just go, leave. Uh, no serpents or ghoulies. No crazy moms. Or black hoods. Mm-hmm. And Betty says, we could, like, like uh, Romeo and Juliet, but we live happily ever after instead. Oh. <laughs> it's sad. It is. It's sad and sweet. Oh. Buckhead yeah. needs to stay together. Okay, it'll be fine. I know. It'll be fine. Jump to douchebag central. Nick has watched the Pussycats perform, and he's clapping and says, you Pussycats are the pearls before the swine of Riverdale. Remember, he's a budding music producer. Yeah. Um, he goes, and I'm going to honor you at a party I'm throwing tonight. Cheryl walks in. Did somebody say party? Hey, it's Cheryl. Hi, I'm Cheryl Blossom, the resident it girl. He <laughs> says, I'm Nick St. Clair. She says, now that's a name I can get behind. It's parties at 10. I'll be there at 11. <laughs> I do like that banter. It's good banter. It's like Cheryl's a party demon. When she hears the word party, she, she is a party. She's like the party candy man. If you say party enough, she's summoned. <laughs> she's That's like, what it is. She's like Hecubus from Kids in the Hall. Or Beetlejuice. Hello, master. <laughs> <laughs> Hecubus! Uh, Archie sees 
Betty, uh, Betty, no, Betty leaves the doghouse and Archie goes after her and he's like, hey, did, did he call again? And Betty says, no, she lied. Mm-hmm. She's lying. And I think Archie knows she's lying. But also Nick and Veronica are fast approaching down the hall. And Veronica invites her to the party. She says, you have to come. Nick, this is my best friend, and she is the best. I won't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Get to the party. Nick's telling this stupid story. But the gilded lily, and there's Gal. Gal, Gal who? Godot. Keep up, Archie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's ready to really get the party started, and he's got Jingle Jangle. All right, it's Toad's Ecstasy. We have determined. It is at it's least similar. ecstasy. That's... The, based on their reaction to it, yeah, there's no way that's not what it is. Yeah, it looks like ecstasy. Yeah. It's just in a pixie sticks form, probably it's mixed with sugar. Adorable. <laughs> adorable. Anyway. Uh, so everybody's joining in the party. Uh, Archie's like, no. And he goes, Nick tells you, you are an epic buzzkill. Come on, V, like back in the day. And everyone's like, no, no, you should do that. And Veronica's like, God, can't, you know, can't we cut loose and pretend we're normal? It's always burgers and milkshakes. So suddenly everybody's interested. Everybody's going to do it except for B. Veronica tries to entice her and Betty snaps at her and says, I said no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick uh, kind of gets a little touchy with Veronica says, perhaps we should decant to the bedroom. Uh, leave these country mice to their yeah actions and Archie just pops up and is like you know what I'm in yeah everyone's partying Reggie and Josie are getting it on mm-hmm. that's cool so are Archie and Veronica uh, Kevin and Cheryl are couch dancing in the best way possible <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be best friends before it's all over they and really, it's gonna be awesome they need awesome. to be the bestest of friends uh, but Betty just gets more and more depressed watching she, okay. this. Let's be clear. Even if she didn't have this going on, to be the only sober sober person at that kind of party would be really boring. Yeah. And really awful. And she's also got the weight of fucking everything on her shoulders. So this just goes into epic depression mode. So Veronica says, Betty, you know, don't be such a wallflower. And Betty just goes off. She takes an an axe to Veronica's emotional state. <laughs> uh, you're making a fool out of yourself, acting like this uh, privileged party girl airhead. Like, it's nothing but recycled banter, plunging necklines, and throwing shade to distract us from the fact that nothing's really, really else is going on. Let's be real, the only reason she hangs out with us is circumstance. Uh, you can pretend you're reformed all you want, but you're a bad person. Um, so Veronica says, well, if that's what you think, you should leave. So Betty leaves. And Archie's just like, what the fuck? Veronica is genuinely upset. But you know what? You can see it on Archie's face. He's like, Betty's not wrong. Mm. There's a, there's a part of him that's just like, she's not wrong. And that's what I think Veronica says, like, ugh, please, I know you want to go after her. And Archie just is like, I, I, I don't, he doesn't know what to do. Nope. So he does nothing, because he's Archie. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just Archie, and mm-hmm. there's, no way, there's no way to get around him being a dumb Archie. Veronica says to turn the music up. Mm-hmm. And I just go, meanwhile, back at the trailer. 
Uh, Tony has shown up to warn Jug. So like, if you're having second thoughts, you need to back out now. Jug is like, before the gauntlet, you know, it's, you know, whatever. It's not whatever. You got to be willing to die for us because that's what we're willing to do for you. And that's what it is when you join a gang. And all of your Northsider friends are going to walk away. Your, they will. Your family, your girlfriend. This is, this is what happens when you join us. It's, yeah, it's fair. And she's not saying it in a threatening way. She's she's saying it in a like, please she, understand what's going to happen now. She can if you do see this. him trying to hold on to that. Yeah, and she's letting him know this is the cost of this, which is fair. Uh, Nick is complaining to Veronica. I've never had a party fizzled out so spectacularly. Um, and then he starts getting really flirty. You're incredible, smart, vivacious, sexy. And then he puts his hand on her leg and Veronica pushes him away. And she's like, um, I, you know, maybe you misunderstood. I'm with Archie. He says, I haven't seen you look at that hayseed yokel once. And so he starts like really forcing himself on her and she yells at him to stop. He says, you're same old Veronica. You flirt and you tease and you think you're better than me. He goes, yeah, I think you're a pig. And he goes, yeah, the pig who uh, has the power to make your daddy's deal go away. I can implode the whole deal, so you should show me some appreciation. I can suggest a couple of things. And he leans into her and she slaps him. Fuck yeah, Veronica. Betty sits alone on a bench. Lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, lollipop. And she's, she's bawling. Yeah, she's, you know, got mascara around her face. <sighs> I did it. And he's like, I want my question. And he's like, okay. It's like, what will you do to make you, what will it take to make you stop? You. As, uh, what? As long as you show your devotion. I can't cut everyone out of my life. Jughead, he's not worthy of your love. Cut him out, I will cut him for you. No, 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 no. So then we cut to the blue and gold. Betty's sitting there trying not to cry, and Archie mm -hmm. comes and is like, what the hell was that last night? And she tells him, I lied to you. He called me, and he told me to cut Veronica out. And then Archie's kind of like, okay, that explains everything. By the way, her ponytail is up, but mm -hmm. it's fraying. Yeah, it's disheveled. Yeah. Um, good catch. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, and I'm supposed to do the same thing to Jughead. He's like, why didn't you tell me? Because I knew you'd try to stop me. Um, Archie gets his phone out, and she stops him. She's like, he hasn't attacked anyone since we started talking. And Archie's like, but he's torturing you. Um, and, you know, now he wants you, you know, to, to get rid of Jughead. And Betty says, I was hoping you would do it. Just tell him that we need to stay away from each other for a while Nothing cruel, just enough to make him believe it. We can walk it back later. No, you think we can walk it back later. She's like, well, I hope. And she's like, don't quit on me now. Like, she's begging him. Because she can't bring herself to do this one. They are both about to lose it. And Archie, just look, when she says, don't quit on me now, he just looks at her. And you can tell he just absolutely loves her. Uh-huh. Like, it's not in the romantic way yet, but it's in there. Mm -hmm. And he he loves her. And we know he loves her, but, like, I think he's starting to realize how much he loves her. Absolutely. Um, hey, look, rich people. 
rich people at a party during the day. They're day drinking. Yay, day drinking. Hermione is way overdressed. She's wearing a full-length, basically a gown. She yeah. looks like she's going to an award show, not it's, an open house for development. It's a bit much. If it had been kneelings, it would have been fine. That's all right. You know what? It, it's fine. Um, they Ver- see Veronica. How'd it go with Nick? Why? What, did you hear something? Um, so no, like, we just we got nothing but good reports. Good yeah, work. Good work. Um, and V immediately finds a reason to escape. Yep. As soon as the St. Clair show up. Uh, Hermione goes to talk to Fred. And she's like, you know, the whole point of this is to socialize. And Fred says, I thought I'd leave it to the pros. He's being grumble, grumble, grumble. And Hermione says, you're not without your charms, Fred Andrews. And we're glad you're back at work. Yes. So it's a, it's a nice, like, I want us to keep the peace. And I feel like this this helps keep that she does care about him. And I think there are still feelings there. Well, I think there's also, she knows that he's going to have to play along with Hiram there. Mm-hmm. Because if he doesn't, it's going to be a problem. It's not going to be good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hal goes up and says hi to Hiram. And Hiram asks, where's Alice? And Hal explains that they thought it would be better if they covered the event alone. Mugshot kind of took a toll. Mm. And then we cut to... Um, Back to Hermione. Hermione and Fred, and they're talking, and then Hermione goes, Oh. My. God. Fuck yeah, Alice Cooper. The most amazing entrance ever. <laughs> Alice is in a full... Lot. She's wearing basically a romper with a, a skirt attached to it. Uh-huh. It's, and it's flame it's, patterned. No, it's red... Uh, python pattern and then she's got a snake necklace on and she's got a very deep V like lots of cleavage yeah snake pendant pointing down that woman came to say fuck all of you people I'm a serpent oh oh, hell yes and she walks in and she's kind of doing the oh shove it Hal as she takes his drink away from him (laughs) I was just waiting once I was like what is she going to say what's going to be the thing she says shove it Hal is the best oh it was amazing okay so good for me I really need to see a quick scene of just like Somebody walking in on her and Hal having some really dirty sex. It's probably going to happen pretty <laughs> I soon. I really need that to happen. Just from a character perspective, because they're so mean to each other. Just Betty. <laughs> just who? maybe Polly. I don't care. No, who. it's probably Betty's Betty's going to walk in and some people are like, Mom, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be something. But I just, because of their dynamic, I would just really love to have that as a little note that, oh, they do like each other. This is just an, a facet of their relationship. <laughs> it would be great. Uh, Veronica and Nick are talking. Nick you know, says, I'm sorry, I crossed a line. You obliterated a line. First of all, okay. why is she even having a conversation with this person? For her parents. Ugh. Yeah. Her parents are gross people and he's a gross person. So there you go. Still. Um, Nick, Nikki says, I've been in and out of rehab for the last three months. What a convenient excuse. Um, it's, you know, it's been a struggle, obviously. By the way, is he her age? I think so, yeah. What the fuck? He might be a few years older, but who cares? Who would believe that he's been in rehab at 16? You know what? That's a bad thing to say because there's plenty of people out there who have done that. Do you remember Drew Barrymore? I'll walk that one back. Yeah. Veronica, you know, tries to just like keep it cool. She goes, well, let's start over with two glasses of ginger ale. And then Cheryl walks in and Nick sees her. Hey, it's Cheryl. I love Cheryl. 
She's my favorite. She's like, little wave. Archie goes to Jughead's trailer and he's outside and he's trying to like ramp up to be able to, because this sucks. He's got to break up with his best friend for his other best friend. (laughs) (laughs) This is a shitty situation. Oh, Archie. And just as he's going to the door, Jughead comes out and Jughead's like, what are you doing here? What? I was like, oh, we need to talk. No, you got to go. Leave. Okay. You, You need to leave now. And just then the serpents show up. It's like, you're hanging out with these thugs? Uh, are, wait. Are you going to join the serpents? And Jughead's just trying to get out of saying it. And that's when Sweet Pea says, you know, uh, if he survives uh, initiation. These are uh, the guys who attacked me. And Dilton. And, you know, you're, yeah, your friends. And, uh, and Jughead does this bit where he looks down for a minute and he earnestly says, did you come here to warn me? Like, last little hope of, is there some, is there some way I can get out of this right now? Yeah. Um, and then Arch says, you know what? Stay away from Betty. Jughead says, Betty doesn't you. want to see you anymore. Um, she's been wanting to break up with you for weeks um, since you crossed to the dark side. She was fine when I saw her. She, she would never do that. She, oh. wouldn't, she wouldn't have you come here on her behalf. Uh, feel free to tell her you were a serpent now. She saw where you were headed. We all did. Um, you can't be with them and her. Mm-hmm. And Jughead is about to cry. He is panicking, and this is the worst possible thing. And he's hearing it from the worst possible person who could be telling it to him. Yep. Because what is Jughead's biggest fear with Betty? That Archie's going to steal her away. That she's she's just waiting until Archie's tell, Archie wants her. Tell Betty I got the message. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Archie walks away. <laughs> All the and guys are standing there. Jughead and... turns around and is like, did you enjoy the show? Oh, the show hasn't even started yet. Okay, Cole Sprouse did not wear a wife beater on the show. It has nothing to do with his physique, because he's fine. He looks fine in a wife beater. From a, as a character, that's not, that just doesn't look like something he would wear. It would be better if he was wearing a t-shirt that had the sleeves ripped off of it. Wow. That would be more Jughead or something with holes in it. Um, if they're, you know, like they're trying to dress him down a little bit, but the wife beater does not work for him. And it being that stark of a white, maybe if it had been a black wife beater, it would have worked better. That white on him is a no go. You cannot do that. Well, he is a pale, pale white boy. He's actually kind of tan. Well, I don't know. Anyway, all I wrote for this next scene was ew, 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 ew. Okay, so now we get into our, uh, one of our many cut back and forth montages with a song. <laughs> uh, so we're at we're, we're at the evening portion of the party. Um, uh, Nick and Cheryl are dancing. Oh no, sorry, I got ahead of myself. Nick and Cheryl are discuss- are talking. Are talking, and uh, Nick apologizes for the party, and she goes, "Oh, we can blame Betty's Britney esque meltdown." Um, and then Nick. Uh, gives her a drink that he has dropped a pill into. Yep. Okay. Then Hiram has a little speech about rebuilding and this is going to be the new Eden and now let's, you know, let's enjoy some music and the Pussy Sets are going to perform with Veronica and they actually sound really good. Okay. You do know where the song is from. Yeah. Okay. I recognize the song. And it is? I don't know the name of, I don't know the names of anything. Oh, it's Out Tonight from Rent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah bad theater person <laughs> but like yeah no i recognized the song um which... I, it took me a second because i knew where it was from and i had to look up the lyrics in the okay so do you like... know who do you know who sings that song 
It's it's not Anthony Rapp, is it? Mimi. Oh, that's right, Dina Menzel. No. Oh no no no! It's what's her face, and not I know Rosario Dawson doesn't in the movie, but it's not her. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the movie, it's Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson played Valerie in Josie and the Pussycat movie, which is a great movie. You need to go see it. It is you. Okay, we're gonna watch that for our other podcast because it is so. It was ahead of its time. It really was. Uh huh. Even though literally everybody said it was. The soundtrack is awesome. Oh, no. Gem and the Holograms was the one everybody said was terrible. Oh, yeah. That movie was trash. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see it, and I can tell you that. No. It's kind of funny. Right. So, montage. So, montage. Okay. Pussycat sound really good. Not Veronica. No, I thought she she did not embarrass herself. Mm, Not next to Josie. Josie was killing it. Her name is Ashley. I want to say Brown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's amazing voice beautiful and she really got to showcase this here I think this is one of their best cover songs that they've done they did a good job Um, except for Sugar Sugar in the first episode also it's a really it's a really fun mix to do that while Jughead's getting punched in the gut Jughead's at the gauntlet which basically consists of all the serpents standing on either side of him and he walks down and basically each one gets to throw a punch at him that's a gauntlet and also that's not that big a deal well okay at the end it kind of is Okay, uh, then we cut to uh, Betty is crying at home in the window, and oh, oh, Archie is brooding oh, oh, oh. at Pops. Archie's Archie's more than brooding. Archie's panicking, because he's like, I don't, what the fuck what? am I going to do? This, everything's a mess. Yeah. Cheryl is falling down at mm. the party, and Nick uh, escorts Cheryl away. The girls on stage see this. Then we cut to uh, Nick is leading Cheryl up to his hotel room. This has to be after the concert, right? It has to be. The Pussycats are following, and then they burst in, and, you know, he's he's starting to try to... He's thrown Cheryl on the bed. He's trying... He's starting to undress himself, and all the Pussycats uh, come in, and they're like, get off of her, and they pull him away. Then we cut to Jughead, and he's made it to the end of the gauntlet with Sweet Pea. And we see that Sweet Pea has brass knuckles. Is that all you got? Boom! Brass knuckles to the face. Uh, then we cut back to the Pussycats, and they're all beating the shit out of Nick. Also, where's the blood on him? Okay. Jughead's got a bloody face, but how did he not get beat Nick, up that badly? Nick didn't get anything. Okay, this beating up of Nick went a little far. For the pussycats. It made total sense for Veronica to keep kicking him, but why are all the pussycats kicking him? It, it's it's like, it was... Also, don't y'all have heels on? Stomp his ass. Kind of. Gore him. Like, it made sense for them all to pull him down and kind of, like, kick him to get him to stay down, because he was starting to fight back, and it would make sense for the other girls to stop and Veronica to keep kicking him. But I feel like all the girls piling on it was just like, that, that was just a... A scotch too far. I don't know. They went after Cheryl. Fuck yeah, I, I know. They're all protective of Cheryl, but but still. Anyway, <sighs> Jughead stands back up. He gets his jacket. And Tony Tony hands him his jacket. Ruh row. <laughs> lollipop, lollipop, oh lollipop. And Betty Betty's got this look on her face like Oh fucking really? I didn't yeah. Is, yeah. Is it done? Uh, yes, I want to know who you are. There's only one thing I care about now. There's an abandoned house in Fox Forest. You'll find your answer there. So Betty goes to this house like the dumbass she is. 
she walks in the house. She gets a call. He's like, did you find it? And there's a box in the middle of the floor with it's, a bow on it. It's gift wrap. She opens it while she's still on the phone. He's like, put it on. Why? Because then you'll see. It's a black hood. She, she puts, puts it, it on. on. He's just like, now you'll see we're the same. And, and she's she, looking in a mirror. And then something creaks on the floor. She freaks out. She pulls off the mask and runs away. This was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Because now there is a mask with her hair in it in an abandoned house. Hey! Guess who that that's going to get back to Alice. And Alice is going to be like, I knew you were just making this all up. You're trying to make it about you. Blah, 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 blah. Something like that. Or they're going to start seriously thinking she's the one who's doing it. No. Um, so Betty walks alone in the dark. <laughs> And she gets a call from Archie. He says, something bad happened. Get over to the Pembroke. Like, she, she can't hear stuff, and, and it's fuzzy. But um, she she gets over to the Pembroke. and uh, They're in Veronica's room, and Cheryl just, like, I... she She's being comforted by the other girls, and Archie's like, where is this guy? I'm going to kick his ass. Put your cape away, Archie. Archie um, Veronica's like, Nick's a monster. Cheryl says, it's not your fault. I want to press charges. I want him to pay. I want him to burn in hell. Well, I like the... That Veronica's like, I feel sick about this. There's, there's no way he hasn't done this before. Right under my nose, and Betty's Betty the one looks who at her says, and says, "It's not your it's fault." It's not your fault, Veronica. Which I think is it, some of that is her just desperately screaming out, like, "I, I, I have some I, shit going on too, guys. I have some shit going on too, I'm guys." So, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like she doesn't want to hurt these people. No. Um, no matter. She's a mess. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a mess. Um. Then we cut to Jughead, who has gotten a tattoo called that. Hey, sups. What's going on, Harry Styles? You're just playing in the background. Yeah, I know that's him. What do you mean? That was the song that was playing. It was Sign of the Times oh, by Harry Styles. I have no knowledge of One Direction or Harry it's, Styles. It's not One Direction. It's his new song. Okay, well, I know he was in One Direction, and Harry Styles should not have been in Dunkirk. That's all I know. <laughs> That's what I got for you. And he was he was pretty good on Saturday Night Live. Anyway. Um... <laughs> he gets a tattoo that is way too small for his bicep, so it's really fucking lame. Come on, people. Do a better job with your fake tattoos. I wonder what Betty's going to say about this tattoo. I'm not sure that's an issue anymore. And Tony kisses him. Hey, 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 Tony. It's too late now. Jughead's not wearing his hoodie, his beanie. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, and I called that. <laughs> TV genius. You know what? I think we're salvageable from here, though, with all of the crap going on. It's not going to be anytime soon. No, it's not. It's not going to be anytime soon. Um, lollipop, lollipop. Betty's reviewing her notes. She's taking diligent notes about what we know about the killer. Added Fox Forest on here now. Uh huh. Um, and then we get lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, lollipop. I wasn't um, sure if you were going to call again. And he's just like, we have some unfinished business. Uh, you've been talking to Archie about me. I've been watching you. You broke the rules and now your sister has to pay. Don't do it. Give me another name. Name a guilty person or I'll kill everyone. I can't your do Your mother. It. Your father. We hear the n- noise fuzz out. And then, Betty, you know, Betty's kind of walking back and forth in the room. And then, this is, I didn't catch this until we watched it the second time. Betty looks at the mirror and then looks away from the mirror and instantly says, Nick St. Clair, he's staying at the Five Seasons Hotel. And over the phone we hear, I told you we were the same. Riverdale! 
Uh, he's going to cause Dark Betty to come out. Yeah. This is somebody who knows that Dark Betty exists. Mm-hmm. You have thoughts on that? <sighs> Not that you can share in this portion of the show? No, I mean, I can't. It's fine. Everyone still is just sold on it being hell. There's no way. It's, I'm going to be so fucking pissed if it's hell. The problem is I don't know who else it could be. Somebody that's got to know her really well. Or has access to her information. Well, whoever this is has been following all of them. Mm-hmm. Her specifically. And for a while. Yeah. Okay, well, there's a couple, There's one theory that I need. I can't talk about until we get to the spoiler section. Plus, we also have to see what's happening next week. We don't know what's happening next Cause week. Because maybe that'll give us some clues. Well, hopefully next week I won't sound so weird. <laughs> and hopefully next week I still keep the raspiness but don't have the cough so I can keep doing the killer voice. But I do think we're on track for my hope that by episode 7... We know who the killer is, at least as an audience. No, oh, dear God, please. We need to know who it is by the next episode, and it needs to be resolved in universe by episode eight, because they cannot drag this out all season. Oh, no. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Mm -mm. But we'll have to wait and see. So, mm -hmm. if you don't want spoilers, cut out now. Rate us on iTunes. Remember, go in there, give us a rating. Give us the stars, and then put in a ginger pun. You don't even have to write anything long. Just give us your best redhead joke. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time, or we'll see you in just a second. Next week looks lame. I don't think so. Okay, I was really hoping that next week we would get some more resolution to Black Hood, and that's not looks like it's going to happen. Somebody, it's somebody who's seen Dark Betty. Yes, yeah, somebody who's seen Dark Betty. So I really don't want it to be uh, Hal, because I think that's just too easy. I really just want, I just want to, I want a stupid parent. Who has seen Dark Betty? There's a theory that Cheryl is involved. That and would make some sense. Part of the theory is that we we understand that the sheriff believes that one of those letters is a hoax. Right. And there's there's the theory that Cheryl started that. The hoax? Mm-hmm. The hoax letter. Okay. Um, so that would make some sense because she knows about Dark Betty. She knows about all of her friends. She knows all of that. But this is a person who's devoted and has seen Dark Betty. Maybe. They know about Dark Betty. There's Ethelbarb. It's not Ethelbarb. But is it Ethelbarb's dad? Remember, suicide went to the hospital. But he would be going after the lodges, not Betty. Or he's going after everyone because he's psychotic. That doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. We've also got Chuck. Chuck's dad. Coach Clayton. Whoa. We haven't seen him, too. Well, he has, because he's the football coach. So, again, I'm I'm starting to revolve around... There's only a few people who have literally watched the result of Dark mm -hmm. Betty. And we've got yeah. Chuck Clayton. Mm -hmm. We've got Ethel Muggs. And we've got it's Veronica. It's not Ethel. Ethel is too pure. No. No. 
Uh, that would be a fun twist. No, it wouldn't. Because it's the Muggs family. Mm-mm. Why? No. Why can't it be? Because the Muggs family has a problem with Hiram Lodge, not Betty Cooper, not the Coopers. They would be hard going after the Lodges, and they're not. I still want it to be Uncle Blossom. I just don't, I don't see how he's been involved and seen all the stuff she's done since then. Well, they don't necessarily have to have seen it to know about it. But they've been a longtime admirer. Whoever this is has, has admired her, has seen this stuff. He, no, I think it's more of he sees her as something that's good and pure in the community. Yeah. If I didn't think it was such a a, a wild ass and actually not good theory, mm-hmm. I would almost think that it's Jason Blossom faked his own death. No, but we know he's dead. We've seen it on t- we've seen it on screen. He's dead. I know, but that would be that would be something that comes to mind is that Jason Blossom faked all of this and he's still out there on the loose. Mm-hmm. Which, if they twisted that around on us, we could figure that out. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why he knows where Polly is. Do we think Nick still gets killed? Do we think he actually gets killed? Probably. Who knew better? What? I wonder if they pull a Lorena Bobbitt on him. Uh, That'd be mm. quite severe, but kind of awesome at the same time. Nah, I don't think that happens to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the flip side of that episode is, I think the trailer doesn't give it enough context, but I think what you're seeing is there's a there's a turf war finally going down. There's going to be a drag race. We're going to get a jalopy. We're going to get a jalopy. Um, but they're going to FP, and I think what we're seeing there is because you see Jug and Archie talking to FP, mm-hmm. and so I think what what they're what Jughead's coming to realize is how am I going to save this from the inside? He's going to tell Archie what what he's actually fucking doing, and Archie's going to buy in, mm-hmm. and they're going to go to FP to be like, we need help. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do we do? So I think that's really where that's headed. Jughead and Archie can't be mad at each other forever. Yeah. They're going to be best friends, even if even if stuff with Betty's on the rocks. And, you know, saving the town is more important than whatever else is going on. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do... Okay, so one thing that did come up to, up to me was I had a thought. Everyone keeps thinking that, like, Sweet Pea is actually related to, you know, Betty or whatever. Right. And I had a thought that a lot of people think that he's related to Penny Peabody. Mm-hmm. Right. Which would make sense of where Sweet Pea came from. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, clearly that's not his first name. It's probably something like Steven or whatever. But he's Sweet Pea. So then I thought, okay, well, Penny's... Pro- what we They thought that Sweet Pea was uh, Penny Peabody and FP's kid. Right. But Penny Peabody looks too young to have a teenage son. Okay. So then I thought, well, what if Sweet Pea and Penny are brother and sister? That would still make sense, Peabody. Okay. But then I had a thought today. What if Alice and Penny Peabody are sisters? That would make a ton of sense. Because I want thinking back on that that scene with Penny, she kind of has that don't fuck with me attitude that we get from Alice a lot. Yeah. And that would make so much sense. They're both blonde. She's clearly from the South Side. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like I like that being a hidden family connection. Which gets deeper into family trouble. Mm-hmm. 
and serpents and blossoms and which all means, that. Which means Alice and FP are going to have to team up with the kids to try to fight off Penny Peabody and the, and the serpents. Alice is going to have to have another confession time with Betty because, you know, we've already had the, I had a baby and I gave it up for adoption and now we're going to have to have this whole, I was a serpent and this is how I got out or this is what happened that made me leave or I fell in love with your father who's apparently a secret plot with all that bullshit. No, I think the baby happened and that's what forced her out. <laughs> She left town and then she came back and reinvented herself. So I'm sure the baby yeah, was... Yeah, that makes sense. That was probably a part of it. Hmm. Hmm. So, we're still not any closer to the killer. I don't think it's going to be lame. I think it's going to be aside from what we really want to happen right now. Yeah, uh, but I think. true. But I think what, what it looks like they're going to try to do is they're... They're gonna. They're starting to try to rework the relationships because we know Betty and Jughead are on the rocks. So now we've got to reconfigure everything to bring people into different alignment. Apparently, some people are gonna get arrested next episode too. Tony, <laughs> Tony and Sweet Pea. Well, at least they're getting called in for questioning. And Jughead's got stuff going down. So yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. I was disappointed in this episode. I know. It... Well, that's not true. This episode was good. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not excited for the next episode because I don't, I don't think it's going to be what I was hoping for. I, just wanna... I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong, and I hope I am. They've never told us a whole lot from their trailers. They do. A, this is a the only job. T- only we didn't watch trailers last season. Well, you know, but still, we... the ones we've seen right now, they've done a decent job of hiding some of the good stuff from us. We'll, we'll see. We just gotta wait and see. Alright, hashtag Google Duck, guys. Please take a moment to review and rate us on iTunes, and for questions and comments, drop us an email at macintoshandmod at gmail.com. Fangs is a straight-up thug. That's Fangs, folks. <laughs> I can't say it. What's Fangs Fogarty. <laughs> <laughs>